year what is going on this is your host rob back with another episode of from my experience podcast and i'm solo something came up no biff didn't hear back from alex didn't hear back from tori but they got life stuff i'm pretty sure tori's working alex has been working his ass off so he's probably tired as hell too so y'all are stuck with me i'm your favorite anyway so it doesn't matter y'all know how i do when i do the solos i do it short and sweet um i posted in the facebook group and get no feedback so y'all kind of let me down because it's like the week before y'all like went back and forth and really gave me some good stuff to talk about and then now it's like uh we're not saying nothing so i'm gonna save actually one of these topics for when i have the squad but i'm gonna talk about i guess from my perspective the stages of dating helping introverts be more social and three things i wish i could go back and change um biff wanted to talk about r kelly i don't want to do that especially not by myself pause uh so i don't even know why i pause that so i'm just gonna get into this i ain't gonna keep y'all long hopefully you learn something from this hopefully you take something away from this um make sure you comment you know i posted these topics in the group from my experience podcast on facebook join the group and you can see the topics and things of that nature and share your thoughts and opinions fme underscore podcast on instagram i also put some stuff in there i put some questions in the story <laughs> shout out to my homegirl stephanie i was like uh what is something you wish you could go back and change and she said her baby daddy that shit was funny <clears throat> all right i'm sorry <clears throat> excuse me Whew. i don't know what's going on all right uh so let me get right into this stages of dating So for me, when I look at it, um, how I've traditionally, how I've traditionally dated, usually it starts with interest. So I have to find someone I'm interested in. So whether it's, uh, physical, mental, usually that's where it starts with. It's like, where's the attraction like the attraction has to be there in order for me to date you like i mean some curiosity is there i've only really been on like i think i've been on very few curiosity dates maybe i can't even give you a number but very few usually i'll i'll ask a girl out if i'm like genuinely interested um but that's not always the case this is just my perspective and like the other thing is this too what what's going to determine the stages of dating for you are going to be what your intentions are are you dating with the intent of a relationship are you dating for with the intentions of just having fun so that makes a huge difference to me so it's like well what are you doing me, I'm very, I mean, I've always been a relationship guy. If y'all have ever listened to the podcast, you know I'm a relationship guy. So I've always dated with the purpose of, hey, we're going to be together. Um, that's, that's usually the reason why I date. So again, for me, attraction is number one. Number two, actual dating. So, and when I say dating... I grew up in the, I guess, my adolescent years when I could take a girl on a date were the early 2000s. So that literally meant, let's go to the movie. 
Let's go to the movies. Um, let's go to a restaurant, or let's go to the park, or I don't know something creative. I would think of. I'm trash. Restaurants and movies. That's really about. Yeah, that's really what I did. Sometimes we chilled at the crib. Um, <clears throat> Redbox and chill before Netflix and chill. Uh, yeah. Or we'll go to like a social gathering together, maybe a party or some kind of other event. That's me. Take you on dates. Now, so now that we're quote unquote dating, and I know for a lot of people, the stages of dating are, well, I want to have fun. So I'm just going to go out with guys or I'm just going to go out with girls and see what happens. So, but again, I'm talking from my perspective. So there has to be some kind of attraction. I think that's kind of like for everybody, because I, I think there's very few women and men who just go out with somebody just because. I Something's there. There's some kind of curiosity. Something happened to make you say, oh, let me, let me give you a shot. So, I don't know. I could be wrong. I could be wrong. But anyway, so after I'm attracted and I start taking you on dates, then I start to do a feeling check. So, all right, are they reciprocating? Like, does this person actually like me? Do I like them? Am I actually having fun with this person? Am I annoyed by this person? Is this person, you know, like, what are their habits? Like, what do I like? What do I don't like? Like, so you start examining. And I think that comes with when it comes to someone you actually like. Because if you don't like them, then it doesn't really matter. I guess. <laughs> so, um, that's me. So once I decide, okay, I have fun with this person. I like going on dates. They're caring. They're kind, blah, blah, blah. Conversation is a big one for me too. Like I need you to be a driver of conversations, just like I'm a driver of conversations. If not, <laughs> so if you're a driver of conversations, that's great. So basically after dating and finding out feelings are there i go in for the yo what you trying to really do like i'm really like you like i'm trying to be the only one you're talking to like what what do we need to do to get to this next level like how are you feeling so again y'all might have to take what i'm saying with a grain of salt i'm in my early 30s so i'm in a relationship now too but um i'm talking to you from when my single rob was even when I was younger, that's just the move. Like, I wasn't really ever in the guy to try to get with a bunch of girls or date a bunch of girls. It was like, yo, who is gorgeous and beautiful that I get along with that I'm attracted to that I can make mine? Like, that's <laughs> that was just me. You know what I'm saying? So, if that wasn't you, I would definitely love to hear your side. So, that's why I can't wait to have the crew back. But, Back to what I was saying. So I take it there. Hey, what you trying to do? What's up with you and me? Blah, blah, blah. Um, And then that eventually, hopefully, leads to a relationship. There's a lot of back and forth with dating. You can't really put a time frame on it. I guess it really comes with age and experience and really reading a person and having conversations, which is why conversations, 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 conversations are so important because it's like I need to get a feel for who you are and what you want before I broach certain subjects or I'm a little like an idiot. 
So after that, you know, you take it a little bit more seriously. And I mean, you know, again, if the conversation goes well, the feelings are mutual. I like you. You like me. Bong. Let's, let's be in a relationship. So that's, those are the stages of dating for me. Um, and I would encourage anyone who is dating, date different types of people. Like I've been on dates with girls who I thought were cool. I used to have a, I, uh, God, I hate to say this about myself. So it was a confidence thing. I was genuinely attracted. Ooh, excuse me. I had to mute cause I had to sneeze. One of my friends pointed out to me that I dated girls who needed to be saved. Like something was quote unquote wrong. And because I'm such a helpful and giving and nurturing person, I would typically date girls who are in a state of need. Like they, they made me feel needed versus wanted, I guess, for lack of a better word. Um, I didn't like when I heard that, but upon further life reflections, it was true. (laughs) And I encourage you to date different type of people. So date the nerdy chick, date the motorcycle chick, date the bookworm girl, date the street smart girl. Um, date those women because when you date a variety of women, you kind of get a feel for what it is you're actually attracted to or what you like. And also it helps bring out different sides of you and introduces you to new things. Like my girlfriend now is tip is like my girlfriend now is the one I would consider the one that you would have to have your shit together before you try to holler at her. Fellas, you know what I'm talking about. When you see her, you know, oh shit, okay, hold up. Let me make sure my breath don't stink. Let me, you know what I'm saying? Like, all right, my car is clean. Like that's, she's, she has intimidating beauty basically. So I don't want to make her seem like she's like, oh, uppity and nothing like that. She cool and down to earth, but y'all fellas know. And ladies, I think y'all have a guy that's a type like that too, where you know, okay, girl, if I step to him, then I got to come correct. My girl is like, she has that look about her. She has that aura about her. So she's like that level. Like my girl is like the type of girl that I've probably only ever hollered at maybe two or three times in my life, if that many. But her personality is awesome. We just, everything fits extremely well is all I can really say. But it, you know, it took years of communication and there was distance between us. So that's a story for another day. But there are some complications there. But um, as far as girls who were in proximity of me, you know, I dated different types of girls and I began to learn more about what I wanted and what I needed from a woman as well. Because what used to be important to me in my early 20s, 20s is no longer as important or important at all. You know what I'm saying? Now, you know, when I was looking, I wanted someone who was going to help support me, someone who would be able to give me advice, someone who would be able to look at things from a perspective of being objective rather than what's in it for me or how is this going to affect me. So a selfless person, because I dealt with a lot of selfish people. Granted, I didn't help because I was so giving and so nice that they felt like, well, if I complain, he going to give me my way. So... 
yeah, she has all those things. But that's it, man, for me, for stages of dating. Go out, have fun, date, 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 date different types of people, go to different types of places, don't be afraid to enter their world, you know, go to a comic book convention, go to, you know what I'm saying, a biking event, go to a car show, go to a comedy club, go to a movie, go to a poetry slam, go to, you know, a, a mountain hike or a kayaking trip, do something like go experience life with someone else. Because that is helping you grow as a person as well. Bam. That's all I got for you. If y'all want more dating tips, I got to charge your ass. All right. Next topic. Helping introverts be more social. So dating is definitely one way. Because I'm an introvert. Like, if y'all follow me on Instagram, you've probably seen me go out maybe three or four times in the last year. Um... The thing about introverts is, <laughs> typically, I would say typically, because my friends who are introverts, we don't like people, so going out is a bit of a task for us. Um, so yeah, it's a chore. It's like work, and I'm I'm weird because people like me, so. People tend to like want to cling to me. They want to talk to me. They want me around a lot. And I'm the opposite. It's not that you're doing anything wrong or hurtful or harmful. I just like keeping to myself and not giving away that energy or giving off my energy. Like you're sucking up my energy. I'm, I'm taking on too much of your stuff. So for me, I get that when I go out sometimes. But also now that I'm a bit older, when I go out... I'm a planner. Like, I don't like winging stuff because I don't want to have my money right, take a shower, iron this outfit, expect to have a good time, and nobody knows what they want to do. And we go to this spot and it's whack, or we go to this spot and it's $50 to get in, or, you know, this person is late, or that person is late. Like, all that stuff, like, that stuff gets on my last 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 nerve like when we go out like i want us to have a plan even if things don't go according to plan let's have a plan hey we're gonna go here we're gonna pre-game we're gonna hit this spot this spot ain't cool let's hit this other spot like let's do that and then like the right people gotta be with you like i don't like the i want to stay all night person i'm the yo you ready to go all right let's go like i'm that guy you know what i'm saying I also don't like the, here's the other thing I don't like, God, I'm supposed to be telling y'all, <laughs> I'm supposed to be telling y'all how to go out more and I'm giving y'all reasons to stay in. I don't like the fighter, like, don't be trying to fight everybody, bro. Like, I got your back, but come on, like, no, don't be trying to fight everybody. Um, But anyway, so, introverts, here's what you need to do. Let me get off of that, that was went off on a tangent. Introverts, one thing you need to do. Find your other friends who may be introverts or don't get out much or friends you have the most in common with and go out with those people. Shout out to my boy CV. Went bowling with him. You know what I'm saying? And we had a great time. That was a minute ago. Um, a long time ago. We went bowling. Um, then recently I went to, shout out to Tiffany... Happy birthday, Tiffany. I just went bowling sat this past Saturday. 
but some of my one of my really close friends well tiffany is a really good friend and then um Swazette, who was on the show that's whose wedding i went to if you've seen those pictures of me and bay when i was in jamaica so those were two of the people and her birthday was at a bowling alley and it wasn't like a club thing it was just like family and friends so that was a great outing normally i don't go to stuff but because i knew the people i was like where are we at? i'm gonna go to this um so can so go when you can control or when you have comfort within the environment and the people that's gonna be there um also take your interests and use that like i love video games and pop culture so i started going to comic con i went twice thus far uh, i want to go again but i got a budget for it so that was another way for me to get out and be more social i was like hey you know let me quit being a closet nerd and be an out and open nerd so i did and Comic-Con was really fun. Got to be around like-minded people, fun people, met some people, um, and it was great. So that's another thing you need to do. Look at your interests and say, what, is, is there a convention for that? Is there, you know, a night for that? Or is there a place for that? Or is there a meetup for that? Look for that. That'll help you get out. Also, pick something that you're curious about and do it. Like me, I love motorcycles like i love looking at them i love researching them i love watching reviews on them i want one but i got life priorities right now and i want to get one and when i get one i'm going to try to hang out well not try i'm going to hang out with other bikers i'm going to find ride groups or whatever and hang out with them and learn more about the culture of biking that's another social thing that i'm going to do um i am also into guns not in a negative way but they just fascinate me it's interesting how many creative different ways that companies come up with guns and the history of them this that and the third hope i didn't lose any fans um but that's just a part of who i am so i want a couple of guns i want to join a couple of you know clubs and things of that nature and go to shooting ranges and tournaments and stuff like that and kind of like learn more about that as well. And also take some tactical training courses so I can defend myself and my family. Uh, prayerfully, I'll never have to, but that's something else that'll be, you know, social because there's a huge community of gun lovers. Huge, but we're not going to get into all that. Um, so there's that. So again, just taking taking those aspects of your life and finding out where they are in the rest of the world because <laughs> no matter how weird or crazy you think your likes dislikes hobbies and all those things are there's a community for it i promise you there's a community for it there's a community for it i'm telling you you could be into freaking toasters there's probably a toaster convention um i'm a podcaster um though i don't go out through my podcast, I've talked to a lot of people that I probably would not have ever talked to. Um, and I've made connections that I probably would have never made. And I am continuing to make more. And I'm hoping that some of these connections that I make will take me to other places and give me more opportunities. And that's the other thing that should encourage you to get your ass out as an introvert is opportunity. You can't, you can do a lot. You can do a whole lot from behind your computer screen or behind 
your telephone screen, but it's different when you're in person, when it's tangible, when someone can reach out and touch you and have a conversation with you and really feel your energy and, and know that you're a genuine person. That goes a long, 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 long way. Very long way. Um, there, there's no comparison whatsoever. Like if I could do every podcast in person, I would because I know they'd be a hundred times better because you're in front of me. I can see you. You know what I'm saying? Um, but that's my advice for you. Um, and, and set a goal for yourself. Say, you know what I'm saying? Start out slow. I'm going to go out six times this year or I'm going to go out five times this year. And here's the other thing to do too. I said I was going to get off that and I'm getting back on it. Yo, find your, you have a friend that's an extrovert. Find an activity or something that they do and say, yo, man, um, just encourage me to do that or do this. Like I have a friend, shout out to Andrea. She goes on cruises all the time. So I'm working on setting up a cruise. I'm going on a family reunion cruise this year, but I want to go on a social cruise, like just for fun, for vacation. So I'm, I'm trying to do that. Um... My friend, Anasha, who got married, that was my first time leaving the country. She traveled, 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 always told me I needed to travel, invited me to the wedding, and would ask me every couple of months, did you already start? Did you pay your deposit? And blah, 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 and all that. So that was another thing. So you use those extroverted friends to encourage you and tell them to keep inviting you out. Like I made Tiffany laugh. I was like, look, you know I don't never go out, but I appreciate you for continuing to invite me because sometimes the mood just hits me and I go out. So there's that. And here's the other thing to remember as an introvert. A lot of times when you go out, you're probably going to have fun. You're probably going to remember, dang, I, I do like this. Because when I went bowling, I my score was trash. But I went to a brand new place that people have been talking about. I had me a nice soft pretzel, remind me of my Philly life. And they have a crazy looking arcade. I, didn't, I wasn't there for that, but I'm going to hit the arcade up like... Yeah, like legit grown-ass man walking into the skating rink. And, I mean, not skating rink, bowling alley. And definitely hitting his arcade. Um, That's all I got, introverts. Don't be an introvert all your life. And if you're trying to date or meet a woman or meet a man, definitely better to do it going out, I would say. Because I can make myself to be who and what I want on the internet and behind the screen. All right, last topic. Again, from my experience podcast at gmail.com. If y'all have comments, questions, FME underscore podcast on Instagram. If you want to comment on this. Um, and from my experience podcast on Facebook, join the group and leave your comments. Lastly, I was talking to my girl about this and I'm probably going to give different answers. If I could go back and change three things. This was Biff's topic. So for sure, one thing I know that I would have changed is um, my attitude and uh, what's the word I'm looking for? I guess how seriously I took college. I paid for it in more ways than one. Um... And I could have done a lot better. I could have performed a lot better. Um, and I could have did myself a lot more justice and saved myself a lot of money. So I did that. I'm not going to say it's a regret, but if it's something I could change, yeah. Give me those 
Give me those long green ducats back. Shout out to Booker T. I listen to his podcast. He always says that. Um, but yeah, give me, please, let me get some of that back, my G. Whew, Jesus. I didn't want to talk about that. Um, that's definitely one. Um, another one for sure. Um, I thank God that I definitely still to this day have great, 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 strong and powerful and influential mentors. And I wish I would have started listening to listening to some of them earlier in my life. Like some, there's some, some gold in, in them, their heels and those heels being the world of advice. I have been given some, and I think about it to this day, had I listened to quite a few people, maybe three or four or five people and what they were saying, but I was too young, too immature, didn't have the foresight. Had I listened to quite a few people back then, I probably would be in a much better position financially and business-wise and socially and all kind of stuff. But I didn't listen. But I will tell you this, is well, I'm not going to say never. But it's kind of never too late to listen. As long as you're alive, there's an opportunity. I mean, as long as your ass ain't in prison for life or some shit. But there's an opportunity. So I didn't listen at 23, but that doesn't mean that that vice isn't still relevant at 33 and that I can't still do it. You know what I'm saying? Like one of the things that one of my college professors was the, probably the really the first one to talk to me about it was real estate. And I wish I would have listened to him back then. But I learned later in life, got a mentor later in life in real estate, and I learned about real estate. And I was like, well, damn, had I started doing this in my early 20s or mid-20s, shit would have been way different. And that also links back to my college days. Had my dumb ass, well, not dumb, my uh, inexperienced ass paid attention more and did what I was supposed to do, I'd have been in a better position financially to get some of those real estate things done. But you can't beat yourself up about that kind of stuff, you know, um, you just got to say, well, okay, I didn't do it then. I can do it now. And number three, um, I had a record label or I helped with the record label. I was part of a record label. I don't want to go into a bunch of details. Um, that was a part of my past. I wish I had them. I wish I would have had a took a more active role at certain points in times. Um, I kind of let let the person whose brainchild it was really just. I can't really explain. It. I just kind of let them say, "Oh, that's your thing. I got your back." But I could have stepped up and did some things differently and better. Um, and maybe things would have turned out different. Maybe not. But we were so young and just didn't know what we were doing that I, you know, but even if I did step up, that's not, it's just, there's too many pieces to that puzzle. We had artists, we had all kind of factors to deal with. I mean, maybe things would have been different, but I was invested into it financially. So I should have taken better care of the investment lesson learned. Um, don't invest in anything that you yourself are not truly passionate about. Um, or, um, that you are not going to keep your eyes and ears and hands on be at, be an active investor, you know, like whether it be stocks or real estate, like put your eye on it, put your hand on it and see what you can do to enhance it and make it better versus just getting frustrated with it and just letting it sit, um, for lack of a better word. 
So those are just three things off the top of my head. I'm, well, those are two of those things. No, actually, those are the same things I talked to my girl about. So yeah, that's that's it for me. Um, I'm pretty sure if I sat here and thought I could think of some more, but do you have three things that you wish you could go back and change? And one thing I did say to my girl was I wouldn't change like relationships or interactions and things of that nature because those are the things that help me learn and grow and become the person I am today. So there's really, I did really didn't see a need to go back and change or, you know, do any of those things differently. So, yeah. So who is sending me? Yeah. So that's it for me. So I spilled my guts. I've talked to you about my perspective on the stages of dating and gave you a little dating advice for free this time. Uh, talk to you about being an introvert and getting your ass out in these streets. So go out in these streets. Um, go do some social stuff. Socialize, man. Socialize, socialize, socialize. Don't get caught up in this social media craze, man. Social media is fun. It's cool. You got a little bit of a persona, a little bit of swag. I see you. I understand. It's a comfort zone. It's a vibe, whatever. But it's nothing like going out and hanging out with people. It's, that's always better. Um, and three things I would go back and change. So maybe you should sit down with yourself and think about these topics. These are great um, brain exercises. Sometimes it's good to really sit down and reflect and think about things like this and think about changes you can make because some people really feel like they're stuck. This I, this is who I am and blah, blah, blah. Like, yo, like you got a choice. Like you, if you don't like something about yourself or want to change something about yourself, you can like I'm very different than I was hell I'm very different than I was two years ago like there's things I don't even do anymore I drink tea now I ain't drink tea since I don't know what and I know that sounds dumb but like someone bought me a very nice gift a client bought me a very nice gift uh, bought me a tea steeper and I use it every day and I drink tea now that was something you would have never seen or thought about me if you know me I'm good for a beer or two, but yeah. So just even little things like that, you can pick up on things. You can learn new things. I'm podcasting now. Like, you know, I'm a little more tech savvy. Like there's just certain things, you know what I'm saying? You can pick up and do. So you always have room to grow and room to change, but that starts with a thought and then, you know, the action to go behind it and the effort. So anyway, Hope you enjoyed this episode. Hope you learned something. Hope you gained something from my experience podcast on Facebook. From my experience podcast on all your favorite podcast sites. I think we're on every single one of them right now. We're on Spotify, iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher. Um, What's the other one? Oh, Anchor FM. Yeah. FME underscore podcast on Instagram. Also... We are on, what was I about to say? God dang it. Oh, from my experience podcast at gmail.com. Email us if you want to be on the show. If you have a topic, if you have thoughts, comments, hit us up. We want to hear from you. Until next time, peace.